1: Hey, guys. So my apologies. I am out of town. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm enjoying it. I'm so glad that I'm not in LA right now. However, <laughs> yeah. Marnie and I have handpicked a couple episodes for you guys to listen to that we really enjoyed taping. And this one is the episode we did a long time ago with Tucker Max. And I actually met someone on the street randomly, I think it was probably like six months ago, who listened to our show because our show's amazing. And he said that he loved the Tucker Max episode. So this
2: one's for you, buddy. And I don't know. Do you remember much of doing this episode? Yeah, I actually do because I've, I've spoken about this episode quite a lot, not on our podcast, but to some of my clients. Um, because even though, you know, in my heart of hearts, I still think Tucker Max is a bit of a douchebag, I really respected that he, he talked about how he transitioned from pretty much being like a sex god with women because he, he learned tricks and tips and tactics to manipulate a lot of women and really just attract them—that's the truth—to turn the pants off a lot of, of a lot of women. He didn't even have enough time to sleep with all of them. But he talked about transitioning into getting a girlfriend. And he—oh,
1: is he doing that he doesn't have time to sleep with the women he wants to? He's—I
2: mean, you make time. out being social. I don't know. He, basically, he was bragging you and saying, "Yes, I, I didn't have enough time to do all of it. He, he has to do other things as well. He has to write books and be an to be asshole, asshole to other people. Um, but <laughs> he had talked about how he transitioned from going to dating lots of girls to actually finding a really good girlfriend that was great for him. And I talk about the tactic that he used to do it because he was trying to go to the same places and interact with the same people and find a girlfriend. And didn't he talk about how he didn't, he didn't approach women or didn't try to get women that were the right women for him? I remember I him saying that. something like, we really should have listened to this episode before we <laughs> tell people to listen to it. But is that what he said? I just remember him like he he like sat for a long time and did a lot of research about him and what he wanted and the kind of woman that he yeah, wanted. Yeah, because I and think then he, he would join those after, places to go to because he
1: was going after the wrong women.
2: Yeah, and so he decided to figure out who the right woman would be for him, and then he started going to those places. And he just describes it much better. And I should listen to this episode because if I'm quoting it, I should know exactly what he nah, said. You he guys did. can listen. You can. Anyway, that. we're making this episode way longer for you to listen to, but. Here is the episode. Kristen's going to be back uh hopefully in October. In October. In October now.
1: I, yeah, that's oh what God, it's I been. I'm leaving months. August
2: and September. Yes, okay. Well, anyway, she'll be back. But we're going to try and do a couple of episodes with her away. We're going to do it over Skype. Um but in the meantime, here's a great blast from the pla- blah, 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 blah. blast from the blast. Enjoy it. There you go.
1: Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian, um, human being, here with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author. Check out her book, uh, Get Inside Her, or uh, That's Not the Way Men Work. That's Not How, that's men, not work. how
2: men Work. That's Not How Men Work. Wingirlmethod.com slash menwork.
1: That's where you go. Yes, that's and, where you go. And uh, we're here Check again with, with Holly
2: Borkfjord. Hey, Hi.
1: Holly. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having He's me. He's our man on the show today. <laughs> he is. Certified boy on the show. Certified boy. <laughs> uh, today, today we have Tucker Max coming on, so if you're not being manly enough, we definitely have uh, some- <laughs> Yeah, we have some to balance it out for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. But before
2: we get into the show, let's talk about our live show.
1: Yeah. Let's Which do is it.
2: happening on October 19th, which is going to be freaking awesome. Can
1: you believe it? It's coming it's, right up. Yeah. It's going to be very intimate. Very intimate setting. Very, exactly. And we're not saying that
2: because it's going to be empty. We're just yes. saying that
1: because we're very close with you guys. Right,
2: exactly. We're going to touch every single person who does come to the show, but it's at the Hollywood Improv, <laughs> which is a very famous place. Like, I feel like I'm a part of something when I do walk into the Hollywood Improv. It has sign, like, pictures of, you know, Robin Williams and. And I Kristen can't... Carney and right. <laughs> Holly Borgfjord. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes, up on the great. walls. But it's like, it's like the greats have been there. Actually, I was recently there in, uh, this may not be a great, but he's you know, someone everybody knows. Jay Leno randomly came up on stage and just did a set. Yeah, and you can yeah, see rode he's off he's on his been motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's, fantastic. So Hollywood Improv, 7 p.m., October 19th. If you want tickets, go to winggirlmethod.com slash live show. And you can or actually you can go to part. the Hollywood Improv.com. Oh, right. Yeah. And you can go on there as well and, and search for the Ask Women show. But you actually have a chance to be a part of the show as well. We're going to have probably six people, if there are six people in the audience, um, come and Five have of them, their questions. Our yes, exactly.
0: Over <laughs> overanalyzing all of them.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, right into Ask at Ask Women Podcast. And submit your question With the subject line I want to struggle with you Is that what it is? Yeah And we'll include you on the stage But we
1: also have uh, Greg Fitzsimmons Who's going to be in there with us And then a special guest as well For the second half of the show Um, But we're going to keep that under wraps Because it's going to be really exciting Yeah because we don't know it yet
2: (laughs) Ah, So Ah. crazy But um, before we actually get into our show I wanted to do my wing girl minute (laughs) Did you know that a woman's clitoris houses nearly 8,000 nerve people? endings making it a perfect home for maximum sexual satisfaction? In fact, the only purpose of the cl- clitoris is for pleasure. There's no other purpose for it. So make sure to give that clitoris the attention it deserves. Tease it, stroke it, and make sure to not ignore it while you're actually having sex. Because it will set up a sink if it's being ignored. See, these, these I wrote <laughs> for Vivid radios, so and you're getting a taste of what the people at Vivid get. Oh, great. Many women need um, clitoris stimulation while having sex to have an orgasm. So if you, if you ignore it, you may be leaving women unsatisfied. And that is my sexual. <laughs> Wait, girl.
0: Holly, minute. is
1: that
2: the case for you? If you don't get your clitoris <laughs> <laughs>
1: stimulated,
0: it. it's very, uh, it's a very sensitive. Uh, I forget it's to proofread
2: these before we actually start. All right. I will make sure to read them before. I enjoyed it. Yes. Just as much as if you used to you. It for us. <laughs> <laughs> Same amount of pleasure. I know, I was looking for the joke in that as well. <laughs> Wonderful. So, okay, before we were talking about off air, how you guys know each other, how did you meet through your friend
1: who you cannot afford a friend parking friend in meter? we comedy.
2: <laughs> well, we, yeah, we met
1: uh, through a yeah, mu- mu- <laughs> mutual. Uh, well, he mooches. <laughs> He's a mooch. <laughs> mutual. It's actually true. Uh, a mutual friend who does stand up. And um, then Holly and I just hit it off because I could make fun of him. Yeah, and I've noticed people, that. Yeah, I like yeah to pick you just him. take it; it's fantastic. That's why they didn't make fun of you. for your uh, name. Yeah. Well, he's used to taking it in the bedroom, so <laughs> with <the> men. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
2: oh god.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk to you, Holly. Yeah, I want to sure. find
2: about, uh, find out about you and women. So, are you dating somebody now? Are I actually just got
0: a long relationship, so I was kind of like, take. I'm t- I'm in that uh, that phase of figuring out everything and and like bettering myself, kind of face you know what i mean it doesn't look like
2: like
0: it well what are you doing to better
2: yourself
0: uh i'm just focusing on everything you know being selfish because i can you know so what does that
1: mean you know what i i'm sorry no i
0: mean just basically like i especially with stand-up it's it's you know it's hard to be in a relationship with someone especially here in town because you know I i gotta do sets every night or try to you know go out every night and do sets uh it's nice not feeling guilty that I'm blowing off like a dinner. You know what I mean? To like go do yeah. a, an open mic or something like that. Something um, that I'll
1: say about Holly, just from the outsider's perspective is that when you're in a relationship, you look like you're really in a relationship because like yeah. you do the profile changes of yeah, like th- you make your, your like, picture, like a couple picture and like kissing yeah. and I'm always what's, like, ew. Cause it's
0: weird. Cause like, I don't think that that's me at all. So like going forward, if I was to, I will never do that again. Thank you. Like, <laughs> Cause just it's like, spare that was definitely like, yeah, it's, like <laughs> that was definitely motivated from other i mean it's like i think in the the, like i can't deny that i wanted that in that moment but like looking back it's like what was i you know yeah like you can still be very like obviously you can still be very happy in a relationship without having it be like bubbly and everywhere and all that kind of stuff so but
1: you seem basically through that i guess i'm trying to say that you seem passionate about your relationships or you get yeah like if i'm yeah if i yeah if i
0: yeah i'm not because i've never been like the uh the bro like jump around a different dude or different dudes. <laughs> I help yes, my case do. a lot with the whole gay thing. Yeah. Um, you know, never jump around like different women and stuff like that. I've always been in relationships. Like when I am in a relationship, like I do take it seriously. I don't like you and know it I sounds, took it it, all in it, but it know. sounds
2: like you get lost in the woman that you're
0: seeing. I can, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you're definitely right. Why uh, is, so that? is that? What you're, uh, yeah. Why is that? why is um deep down? I think it's just you happy I Like making them happy makes me happy so it's like oh, i don't please. i think I don't, think I don't think i realize like being selfish can make me happy sometimes like I, now i'm seeing that as a you meal know, like oh i can just like like uh we were talking the previous um i forget the other guy in the other episode but um we we're saying like saying no and like being happy with yourself like being happy with saying no sometimes like that is very true and i'm now seeing that for the first time ever in my life and also in relationships yeah it's just yeah. like it's like you're not saying no out of like to hurt their feelings. It's like, no, it's like, I care about you. I have to take care of this and do this for myself. Like know that you're great, and that's all fine, but I can't like cater to every need of yours or every like you're not,
1: yeah, and he know. was also saying, which is really true was that anything you cling to, you're gonna lose. Thought that was really cool, and it, it's true. When you try too yeah, hard, yeah, it's almost like too
0: much. Yeah, it's, it's almost too like, much. Yeah, yeah. Too
1: too much in the moment. It that looks like a fading, fizzling shooting star. Kind yeah, of, you know. Well, it's
2: interesting that you use like the word selfish like that. Doing what you want is yeah, selfish, but it's not selfish. Yeah, but it's not selfish. No, it's not selfish at all. That's the whole thing. So it's it's interesting because I think a lot of the people that are listening to this have probably had a similar situation. I know I have in the past. I'm sure, well, maybe not Kristen, <laughs> <laughs> no. but but I would say you know typically people do have that experience, especially when they're younger, of saying, okay, well, I'm in a relationship now, so I'm giving everything yeah. to you, and I'm going to give up everything yeah. of myself. Not really realizing you're giving up all of yourself until yeah. it might be a little and then, too and late.
0: Yeah, you don't even realize it until once you step out. And that's why, like, almost where, like, I, I do get more into all those things. Like, everything that I'm really into gets amplified as soon as I'm out of relationships. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love all this stuff. Yeah, I forgot awesome. about this. Yeah, and I kind of had to hold back because, like, you
1: like video games. Yeah, right. Like,
0: in a normal, healthy amount. I defend that all the time. Or, like, women always make fun of me. If, like, I play video games, but I don't play them, like, all day. Like, I come home at night and, yeah, I'll play a couple of games at FIFA, and it, like, yeah i might yell, go till
2: 6 a.m but yeah,
0: like it's not that big but of It's you. fine like yeah i have rentals insurance all right i'm fine i'm taken care of like <laughs> yeah. things are okay like exactly video games.
2: well so what so what would be your lesson moving into the next relationship to, in um, order to to establish those boundaries like, don't
0: just completely be yourself and don't don't hide don't i mean not that i was ever hiding anything but like i would don't try put to, yourself
2: on the back burner
0: yeah, kind either. of, more or less, yeah. But like, how but, do
2: you do that? So here's the thing. So we can say a lot of things, like just be yourself, but then what does it mean step-by-step? Step? Yeah. So if you were to break that down... If you're what helps to not somebody, be an asshole? So right. you have to be
0: like a good person. Like, it it yeah. sounds like I'm being mean, but there is truth in that. Like, well, we have the
2: ultimate asshole in the
0: second half <laughs> yeah, of the show. Yeah, to be like a so, normal person, like, yeah. which it's amazing how hard it is for people to be uh, just a normal person sometimes. But I think if you can just be normal, I don't think it's that... I don't
2: how know, do you do you, that? You just
0: have to like, I don't know, be in... Be into your things, but also know what makes them happy too. Like, there's a give and take. Like, you can't just always be like, there's a give and take, but also be happy. Like, I'm not right. saying, like, always be after yourself, but like, there's, if you're doing things that, like, you enjoy so, and there's in it, like, there's, like, yeah. for example, me video games, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm still, I'm still, like, my relationships don't like suffer. From Mario like, and Luigi. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, my relationships don't suffer. I don't, like, lash. Nothing, affect, it doesn't affect anything. So, like, don't be, don't hone in on that. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's okay. To, like, and just for like other people. So, that what like, are you
2: saying? So, it's okay, to, it's okay to give that
0: up? Rough, for like if some women, like I, in my experience of women who think like video games are mature, it's like, don't freak out over that. If they're not playing all day, every day, relax. And it's a two way street, too. Like, yes, there are things women do that men don't like. You know, it's just know that and be aware So, what of it. would be
2: the boundary that you would have in place in your next relationship so that i won't you... go into
0: forever 21 but i'll go to the mall with you <laughs> see compromise that
2: is good that yeah. is a good compromise but it's like it's so true and about... i'll be honest
0: with you like i hate that store i will go i'll hold your hand and get a pretzel but i'm not going to that stupid store <laughs> you know so but what
2: about playing video games because i think that this is a big thing for a lot of guys <laughs> who are listening yeah how do you not put your foot down but how do you express that it's something that's really important to you be uh,
0: common sense and or just I mean, I it's common like... Common
2: sense. I'm sure you get a lot of great reactions from women with that response. It's common sense. It's Guys like games. Like, deal always, with it. it.
0: But it is. It, it kind of is true. Like, if you're a guy and you're mad that your girlfriend shops, get out of the game then. Like, right. women generally like to shop. Well, there's
1: certain things women be shopping. shopping. I'm not saying
0: every I'm not saying every woman, you know what I mean? But, like, like, generally most... Like, a lot of men like video games or sports and a lot of women like shopping or whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't like that. But, like, it's okay. You know? Well,
1: basically, when you enter in a relationship, there's a few rules or things that already exist that no matter who you are in the universe, you can't change. Right. One, you can't change that men might want to watch sports on Sunday, or yeah. t- or lay down with their hand in their pants, <laughs> or <laughs> women, you know, laying on the couch talking to their girlfriends on the phone for like right. two hours. These are just certain things when you enter in a relationship, you have to be for. Giving, but then you also have to. It's know, not forgiving.
2: It's having a basic understanding. Yeah, of basic, how yeah. other individuals and I think
1: that's work. where he comes in.
2: Where Holly comes in with saying common sense. Okay, but let's say the common sense isn't there. I'm doing a was in the air. How do you have the conversation with your future girlfriend? Or person that you're dating, or yeah. girlfriend that you're in a three month relationship who suddenly has a problem with you playing video games. How do you calmly and rationally have that conversation? Just with-
0: like like you just said, simply have it calmly and rationally. Make look, I care about you a lot, but I like video games. Don't I? Me playing More. video games doesn't mean I hate you. It's just <laughs> something I like to do. You like to watch a? T- is there a TV show you like? Like make it relatable. Like is there a TV show you like to watch? You're spending the exact amount of wasting time as I am. And you, when you watch your one-hour show, then when I play two or three I games, I feel like of you've this. had some past
2: issues and trauma with video games. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like yeah. and these conversations, and I would say, do not say wasting. <laughs> yeah. That is a negative. That's the had, only like, thing I heard in your <laughs> whole sentence. <laughs> well, I'm not wasting my time.
0: I'm <laughs> the saving Bachelor the world. is an amazing show
2: where you learn something every single week. Saving
0: the realm, okay?
2: It is really difficult. <laughs> but like, well, I mean, it's,
0: I've never had like a very heightened uh, argument about it specifically. Oddly enough, I mean, I have with.
2: Um, <laughs> like he's been holding it in for
1: so long it's, it's all, all coming, coming out, out. Now. your face is red and there's a vein popping <laughs> out of like your it's just
2: common sense
1: ladies
0: <laughs> let me do it um no i mean like i've never had like a super heated argument about it uh with a girlfriend but i've definitely you felt, but i've definitely and... felt them being like oh you're playing video games like that's lame it's like well, you're watching the bachelor so stupid. It's equal I mean, in my opinion, if you equally, like it, it's fine. equal lameness. Equal yeah, it's like, it's, it's equal, like, that's your choose to waste time. I choose this. Because video games are waste time. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, it's my hand-eye coordination. That's the bad argument, fellas. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be like, But what it's about complex. It makes me smart. No, it doesn't.
2: What about the fact <laughs> that you love doing it? And it makes you really happy?
0: Yeah. Okay? Because
2: I go. have that. It's not, it's not an argument, but... Um, <laughs> I, I think I've talked about it. I've, I recently have been very nostalgic. And for some reason, I kept dreaming full about house. Full House. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. And so I saw it pop up on the TV one day. And so I pressed the record series button. And I right? now have 87 episodes. Yeah. See, that's awesome. And like- My husband's like, why are you watching that stupid show? And instead of saying it's not stupid, and like I say to him, yeah. I love it, and it brings me back to my childhood, yeah. and I really just need something simple and easy right now yeah. for me to you know escape to. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. Then <laughs> no, it uh, wasn't yeah. an argument.
0: And I love stuff like I love holding on to stuff from my childhood, like video games or like well, you know, yeah. buying and Star Wars shoes and stuff like that. I like, think
1: that's what's important is to have conversations with your significant other that you're really connecting on, saying like why you love video games and yeah. what memory that connects to for you as a child and with your brother especially with women
2: that's very helpful yeah i will say so one of one of the um exercises that i give to a lot of guys that i work with and anybody who buys any of my programs there's there's an exercise that i did for myself um which is which helps you discover your values because in the past i've always said oh yeah i know my values me and my husband have the same values but i didn't know what the hell they were and Mm -hmm. i think it's really important to know your values and understand them but it's also really important to understand and know that other people have values. Right. And until I did this exercise, I wasn't able to respect other people's values. I've talked about it before people were private. I hated them. I thought that they were stupidest people in the entire world. Because for me, we have a podcast, right? So we, sh- I share my information constantly because I feel that it helps right. people. But anybody who's private, I'm like, why are you not sharing this information? It's just stupid. Well, How are we pro- friends? The problem
1: with someone being private is they think their information is important. important right. Well, that's to- <laughs> annoying. To the keep
2: smugness private. is what you yeah, hate. Yeah, the smugness. <laughs> of- yeah. Uh, it's private. That I hate. Right. But that, okay, so those people are stuck. <laughs> but the other people are like, oh no, I'm just private. You know I don't want to talk about? Yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But doing this exercise really helped me respect that. And what I actually learned about my husband during that time was that, um, he has a very, very high value on friends and family members. And in, before I did this exercise, I would, you know, get jealous and upset if he would Expend energy with his friends because I always found that he would hang out with me and we'd sit on the couch and we'd oh, watch yeah. TV and all we'd the be comfortable together. With and yeah. then they, he'd, he'd like go out and have fun with them. And like, yeah. why? Why do I get no fun, Jordan? And they get all of your energy later, realizing it like sucked out of his energy and he hated it when he was out there with him. <laughs> um, but it really bothered me. And then when I discovered that his value is friendship, I was like, oh, that, that recharges yeah. him. That makes him feel absolutely amazing. So I wanted to give that to him. And then we had a conversation about it because. Because i could understand it so long-winded way of saying for guys who are listening and girls who are listening the best way i would say to express something that is part of your life that you know your significant other may frown upon or may not understand is to really be open about what it does for you and yeah. why it makes you happy. i know it's hard to find the words sometimes yeah. but if you can well i've noticed and this like yeah. it
0: sounds almost corny but it does it's it has worked every time always preface it by saying like and not in a fake way but like just being like look i care about you you're the, you're the greatest now this like and not doing it in a but, fake way but just be like you know like i care about you like but just this i have to say this so you're coming in yeah, like so you know right away you. it's like look this isn't about how I feel about you. This is just something I enjoy, and I want to address it because yeah. I care about us.
1: Yeah. So, and, if, but and if it the, also helps renew me, be a better person, and to be happy, and to be the strong foundation that yeah. we can then build our relationship See, there on. You go, yeah. The deeper yeah. Stuff.
2: Look at this oh,
1: I'm coming in
0: after my Seriously, I we're over over cantaloupe. You weren't Come even paying attention. Pen.
2: You were like eating over there. suddenly comes back with a fantastic sentence, but that's really, <laughs> it is. It's really important, especially when you're expressing to women to give them the why behind why yeah. you're doing something, yeah. because for them, there's a lot of other things that video games can mean to them them mm-hmm. it means that you're not focusing on work or having a future with them or that there's a lot of things yeah. that can get wrapped up subconsciously yeah you're so, just out of
0: it for a minute in like a yeah. normal like you're just out of the world and you're in your own little that's yeah fine. but
2: talking about the why behind and what it does for yeah. you um is probably the easiest way to yeah. win a woman over
0: and i'm not doing it like and most important, like i'm not doing this to hurt you, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah like, like, exactly like well i think like, if you
2: express it in the way that you know this is really important to yeah me and then, it, should... does, then it, it doesn't even have to be brought up that.
0: That is, that right. Any normal girl anyway. will be like, "Oh, yeah,
2: of course." Yeah, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah. You love it. And if she oh does God. it, then it's the run away from that relationship. Right, know, right. Like. but you could, if you even like draw a parallel and say, like, "Listen, like you know how you are with this." Then she can totally yeah, understand and yeah. relate. You're connecting, you're bonding. She knows something more about you. And right. she might even start playing video games with you or even saying, See? like, we should play video games. That's Go do it. Mean. Or if you say, you know, it, it recharges me so that we can have more time with each other. <laughs> There's a lot of ways you yeah, can spin exactly, it so that it can help you exactly, out. Exactly. She's like, yeah, exactly. okay, bullshit artist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you're full of crap. Yeah. Cause you were playing I'll for take eight anyway. hours like, and I have not gotten any attention on my clitoris. See? Full circle. Full circle. Like, bring like, it just back. Like you do on the clitoris. To the beginning of the like, show.
1: I'm done. Good. That was wonderful. That's all I got. Well, we have uh, Tucker Max coming up at the second half of the show. He I'm is, um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's he's an asshole. got a giant personality. Yes. And so hopefully <laughs> that comes out because I know I don't have a big one Watch Watching me so
2: boring where he's like, mm, he doesn't say anything. And it'll be this He will not be like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he will not disappoint. But again, we have our live show October nineteenth at the Hollywood Improv. It's at seven PM because they wanted to get us on early. So they can have all get the all exciting earlier, shows geez. afterwards. Uh, but go get tickets, winggirlmethod.com slash live show, or you can go to the is it the, the
1: Hollywoodimprov.com. Yeah. And then
2: just go on. And their just buy order. tickets, pay your ten bucks. Only ten bucks. Yep. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. Small investment for a lot of laughs. <laughs> it's gonna be stuff. all right. Let's go to the second. Half I know, of the show. seriously. All right, we'll be back uh, for the second half of the show shortly. We have Tucker Max on the show, and I'm sure that most of you listening have heard of Tucker Max before. I'm just gonna read a little bio. Or on idolize him. Tucker Max? Yes, exactly. Because Christian was even saying before, like you, what she's shaking her head saying, "Don't say this." But you went on his website, your boyfriend. Oh yeah, long website. you know, oh. long time
1: ago. i I my boyfriend
2: was always on his website yeah so i I think everybody has heard of tucker max but he's an american author and public speaker uh he chronicles his drinking and sexual encounters in the form of short stories on his website tuckermax.com but i met tucker nine years ago now i think nine years ago when i was out for dinner with neil strauss and a whole bunch of other people um but tucker welcome to our show
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: Right. Do you, so
3: do you... Do you remember who else was at that dinner, by the way?
2: I For some reason, I keep thinking it's like uh, Malcolm Gladwell, but it's somebody else who was like an amazing author. There was fantastic people sitting at that table who at that time, because I was 24, I was very into myself and did not know who anybody else was. <laughs> but there was awesome people there, right? Yes,
3: exactly. I'm glad you said that because uh, I, I was going to say it if you weren't, but that's <laughs> absolutely what was going on. My memory of you is basically um, essentially like uh, just a, an empty-headed D-girl who didn't even know who Robert Greene was.
2: I still don't know who that, that is. is. That is exactly who <laughs> That's exactly who I am yeah. today still. That's who no, I was. So
3: Robert Greene wrote the 48 Laws of yes. Power and Mastery, and like he sold like 5 million books worldwide. Oh, he's amazing. So Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell is actually – it's funny you say that because he's sort of like the thinking person of Malcolm Gladwell. I'm like pop, pop science and Robert is like, if you actually want to know what she's talking about.
2: Really? Well, who else was there? There was, there were other people that I had heard of before.
3: <laughs> no, it was, it was me and Robert and Neil and then you and a friend of yours. Yeah. Um,
2: who well, I'm not friends right? with anymore. Yeah. But I remember about you. So I, I was empty and <laughs> you, I kept asking you questions and you wouldn't answer my questions. So you were like, let's have him on the show. So yeah, exactly. Really <laughs> he must be a great interview. But so I walked away thinking, Oh my God, that guy's an asshole. And then I would, I would say, Oh, I met Tucker Max. And people would say, yes, he is an asshole. That's his whole thing. He's like the asshole, like the ultimate asshole. And I was like, Oh, interesting. He He lives up to <laughs>
3: his persona. Oh. Yeah, I mean, some. I'm not. I'm only an asshole if I don't like somebody. And right. I and I remember. I, I distinctly remember. In fact, I even told Neil. In fact, right. It was. I was just like, look, you need to get rid of these girls. They're really annoying. And uh, <laughs> and, and and I don't remember what he did. But here's the, the funny part to me is it got way worse because so that night after we were at this awful Indian vegan place. I know, in, like, uh,
2: the shadiest part of Los Angeles. There was, like, a exactly. gate at the front. Like, it was very strange. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. yeah, which was N- Neil's pick, obviously, because whatever. Uh, anyway, so you guys left, and then me and Robert and Neil went to this bar called the White Horse, which is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And, and Neil was so desperate to impress Robert, he brought two more girls out. And and these were, like, so you were just, like, you seem like, whatever, okay, fine, no big deal. The two girls he brought out afterwards were like, it's like they were the worst example of LA girls I've ever met in my life. So you're they like
1: were, bring,
2: bring, bring the club
3: back. They were the worst. They were uh, these two, they were very attractive, but they were what, almost fresh off the boat Albanian girls. And every every awful stereotype about Eastern European girls and LA girls, these two girls lived up <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> Mesh into one. So you must have had a fantastic yeah. evening.
3: No, basically, the the night became, um, it it changed very quickly when, like, five minutes in the conversation, somehow prostitution came up, like, as a topic of conversation. And I I turned to the two girls, and I said, ladies, speaking of prostitution, how exactly did you get to America? And they they got really, really (laughs) mad at that. And they wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. So it was like kind of this funny, weird awkwardness uh, the rest of the night. Um, yeah, it was a it was a very weird night. So basically, That's you're fun. saying
2: that after I left, the night went downhill.
3: Yes, I wish you had been back. Actually, <laughs> after you left, I was like. I was like, I want that girl back.
2: Where is that empty <laughs> woman who does not know who anybody is? Well, thank you for agreeing to be on our show, even though you had that perception of me. I, you know, I probably have that perception of me from a very long time ago. I didn't really know very much. I, I didn't even really know who Neil was at that point. I had sort of just discovered the pickup artist world, and I was introduced to him by Ross Jeffries, of all people. Um And so I had gone out with Neil not really knowing who Neil was, or any of the other people at the table. And I was pretty egotistical back then, obviously. Didn't know much about other people, only about myself. So yeah, so hopefully I'm different now.
3: We're all idiots in our early 20s. There's almost no exceptions to that. Exactly, but
2: being an idiot is sometimes good. Because I would say that, I'm not going to say being an idiot got you to where you are, but it kind of is true. It's like being an idiot got you to where you are, and same with me. I did things stupidly that helped Build a successful business that I may not take the chance in doing now. Would you say that that's true for you as well?
3: Um. Yeah. Sort of. Yes and no. I, I feel okay. like it's it, it's very much a double-edged sword. So uh, I I feel like I, I've done a lot of the things I've done um, that have led to my success are also things that have limited my success. You yeah. know. You know the saying yeah. like uh, what what'll get you what got you here won't get you there. You yeah. know. And I I feel like the, the, and this is really I think common for a lot of, of sort of innovators and entrepreneurs and, and just anyone who does anything new and different is that you almost have to kind of have some problems, dysfunctions, emotional issues, things like that, that push you to do different things. And that, that's what leads to your success on one hand. But then if you never fix those things once you're successful, then usually it's the same thing that leads to your downfall. I mean, that's, that's every Greek tragedy yeah. is that storyline, you know. Um, and, and I feel like that's true for a lot of people, um, and I don't even exclude myself from that, you know. Like, uh, yeah. So, so yes, yes and no. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, no, I definitely do. So, what would you say is your the the negative side to it for you? So, what is the your Achilles heel? That's that's <laughs> possibly not helping you today.
3: So. So what's the negative side of being an obnoxious
2: asshole? <laughs> it's <Without laughs> everybody stress? thinking you're. But that's the thing is is that if if okay, if, if if the world's perception of you is that you are an obnoxious asshole, you you can win over people so easily by having a little smidgen of being a respectful person, like and being authentic. And being authentic. Like if somebody meets yeah. you and they're expecting this complete asshole and suddenly you're like, "Oh, who are you? What are you about?" Like immediately their perception of you is going to be shifted.
3: Well, you understand that, that 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 the word asshole usually is code for authentic. We <laughs> no, just great. talked about that.
2: I, I agree. It's, co-
3: like, it's I agree. honest. It's raw honesty. Is yeah. what is people who call assholes like I've been called an asshole for a long time, and sometimes it's because I'm a dick. But mostly, it's just because I'm honest. Uh, very honest in sort of an un um, unscrubbed, un sort of tactful way.
1: I really feel like you there know? should be another word added into the English language to describe someone who's an asshole asshole, like who right. just drives like a jerk and he's not he's in, mean to people. He's not endearing in any way. And then there should be the asshole who's just super honest and like the Larry David kind of asshole.
2: <laughs> Right. Well, because there's no middle ground. There's authentic and then there's asshole. And authentic typically means you're supposed to be really sweet and kind and endearing. Sometimes it's like, you know, if you
1: communicate with a certain person, like say, for example, I'm with my mom and she doesn't really, you know, use swear words that often. But if she (laughs) says he's an asshole, she means he's an actual asshole. (laughs) If I say someone's an asshole, that means I think they're awesome and I like them, (laughs) you know? So it's like, we're, there's kind of this like
2: This confusion out there? Yeah, like this gray area of assholeness. Yeah. So maybe Um, we'll come up with a new word. Well, at the beginning part of our show, Tucker, we were talking to Holly, who's the voice of man on our show for this week. And we were talking about, you know, how to (laughs) express to a person that you're dating or a girlfriend or, you know, somebody that you're in a long term relationship with how do you express to them the things that you love and that you, you ultimately don't want to give up while in the relationship? So, for example, playing video games. How do you. Not put your foot down, but how do you let the woman know that th- that playing video games or whatever you know your favorite thing is, how do you let them know that it's important to you and it's something that you're not going to give up just to be with her?
3: Uh, I'm confused. Is there an answer besides having an adult conversation that's how- direct and to the point? Thank
2: you very much. But what does the adult conversation sound like? Because we got a few examples from Holly that didn't sound so adult-like until we continue talking about it. But how would you express to a woman that you were dating – how would you say it?
3: Uh, well, I mean, obviously it depends on the subject, but okay. generally let's just take video games. as an, I'm not a big video game person, but, but uh, um, if that was the issue, I would say, um, Hey sweetie, uh, you know, like I love you and I care about you and I, I want to be in this relationship, but I also like playing video games. And so I'm going to allocate a portion of my time to this. Oh, nice. And, uh, and, and that's just the way it's going to work. Like, we can, you know, negotiate how much time and when it is. If if it bothersome or troublesome to you, but this is something I want to do. And if you can't handle that at all, then we need to talk about that because that might be very bad for this relationship. I, I don't like know this. something very. No, that was
2: like perfect. All day. That, I'll I love you. How you that was perfect. It the
0: exact same
3: way. Play by video being games upfront.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that was perfect. I love that. Are you in a relationship now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, or, do you not want to talk about it, or are you open to talking about your relationship?
3: Yeah, of course, of okay. course, I'll how, talk about it.
2: How long have you been in your relationship?
3: Uh, eighteen months, I think. Oh, okay, so Two it's still years. pretty new. Yeah, okay, eighteen good. months, uh, something
2: like that. And where, uh, did, uh, where did? No, you no, no, no. hold
3: on, hold on. That's not new for me. Like eighteen oh, really? months is that's so long for me because like I don't, I, I don't, um, long, it's I don't have a lot of long term relationships in my past, okay. so it. it like, if something's over, if I date a woman, I don't I don't generally date casually, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like oh, that's my boyfriend or that's my girlfriend, and you're kind of half seeing each other and kind of not. I don't normally do that. Either I'm dating someone or I'm sleeping with, like, however many people I feel like, you know? Okay. So- and so 18 months for me is, um, that's, that's a long time, and that's a very intense, serious commitment. Because mm-hmm. if it was not, it would have stopped by now.
1: Uh-huh. A lot of the guys that listen to our show are um have a hard time approaching women and you know, kind of going in to like get the number. What's your technique being that you're, you know, relatively confident and you know who you are? What do you what do you do? Do you just are you just straightforward just like you were with the conversation about the video games?
3: Um I well it, it, you know, I talked about this on my podcast. We actually just had an episode about this. Um the the question that that's actually the wrong question to ask is how do I talk to a woman to get her number? Because who cares the crap about a phone number? What matters is is your ultimate goal, right? right. If you just want to sleep with her, there's an approach. Uh, there are a couple different approaches at work. Okay. If you want to, um, you know, look uh, on a short-term basis, if you want to uh, meet her, get to know her, possibly, like, you know, more, and sex might be a part of that, but, like, you want to maybe develop some sort of relationship, there's a different strategy. It really just depends what your goal is. Okay, so Before. let's say. So let's uh, say your uh, goal a number is... is just right, a number is just a means to a goal. Who cares about getting phone numbers, right? I mean, I can get a million phone numbers, but if none of the girls call me back, then what was the point of that? Right,
2: exactly. So, what, so if your goal was okay, I want to sleep with a ton of women right now and just want to have fun. What would your approach be?
3: Okay, so if your goal is a lot of short term mating, then you need to structure your life around that, mm-hmm. and and to be so. There's a couple different things you can do, um, and most of them uh, really are not easy. Like, you need to be attractive. You need to um, be very funny. You need to be uh, very outgoing. You have a lot of charisma, a lot of social intelligence. Like, these things take time to develop. They're not easy, and most guys don't have them. But if you want a really great shortcut to sleep with a ton of women... The absolute best thing you can do as a young guy is go to a pl- go live or work in a place where lots of young women, especially young Western women, are traveling on vacation. Uh, because then, like it, uh, the whole dynamic changes. So, for instance, um, go work in Cancun uh, during spring break, or go work at Club Med, or go work anywhere that's a resort town or whatever. Because what you're going to find is essentially an endless supply of tourists uh and, and young girls looking for sort of vacation type uh arrangements. Right. Come and go call yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then you have tons
2: of, you have tons of people to practice on. Plus you yeah. are stagnant. So it's true. You can get comfortable in a place because then it's your place. You like own Club Ed. You're working at Club right. Ed. And, and, and they're just your visitors who are coming to see you every day. Or month they in a think while. you're just a guy that works at Club and you might be a bit of a loser. But <laughs> well, when you're younger yeah. you don't care about that That's stuff. That's true.
3: No, well, actually, right. If you work, it's one of the things they hire for for men at Club Med are young single guys who are attractive because yeah. that's why a lot of older women go to Club Med. Actually, to oh, be that's honest, amazing. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, it's, I know a couple of dudes who did that, um, and it was like, just it was ridiculous. The stories they, they would tell me, I'd be like, "Damn, dude, that's a story. <laughs> that's amazing." But uh, it's the the, bit, the important thing is is that in if you're if you're in that situation where you're working. Um, or in some way, uh, part of the environment in a tourist place, you can easily have a very high status, at least relative to other guys in that place. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you. So you can sh- or you can change the local sex ratio very easily. So, right. like, there's chances are there aren't going to be a ton of guys, and the guys that are there are not going to be the types that, that this girl's looking for. So, if you're a young, single go- dude in a place where it works or has some position, uh of legitimacy or authority in a place where lots of young women are traveling or vacationing or whatever, then you basically fall into uh to girls. I mean like another example is Vegas. Like like I know so many guys who went out to Vegas and worked as bartenders and they can't leave now because they're making like eighty grand a year right. as a bartender in Vegas and they you know, they sleep with a hundred women a year or something without doing anything uh, but it's like they hate their lives. They're 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 in the 19 year old dream life, and now they're like, like forty-nine, <laughs> right, or even older, like thirty-six, and they hate it because they realize. Like, this is awful after, you know, 15 yeah, years. because there's nowhere uh, to
2: go from there. Actually, I, I do want to get back to your relationship. Sorry that I'm jump- – we're, we're women, so we jump all over the place. But I want to get back to your relationship because you were saying 18 months for you is a very long time. So I think that's awesome that you are in an 18-month relationship. But I want to know what's, what's the difference? Like, what is it about this girl – that's different from the other girls that you were dating that makes you want to continue to two months to two and a half years or we won't get right. that far ahead, but what is it that's different about this girl?
3: So, um, uh, well, there's a lot of things. Uh, uh, she's basically, um, I mean, my biggest complaint about her is that she's not perfect. Like, you know, which is like no one's perfect, right? <laughs> right. Like she's just, an, she's an amazing person. She's, she's the exact type of person that I want to spend uh, my life with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and so I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. About two years ago, I was sort of in a situation where. Let, let me tell you how I met her, and then you'll understand okay. what type of person she is. Uh, I, two years ago, I really kind of sat down and did an inventory for myself, and I realized I was just really. I mean, I knew this already, but I was just really kind of tired of um, you know hooking up with random girls and. And, like, you know, lots of different girls uh, and, and no one or two that I really cared that much about. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, you know, I this got to the point where I was about 30. But yeah, I was about 35, and I was like, all right, this is, this is it was super fun, but it's run its course, and I would like relationships now, uh, like real relationships with really great women. And and it's funny, for the next, about 35 I decided that, or I kind of made that switch. And for so the next year, I didn't really change my pattern of life. And I got very frustrated because I couldn't develop any good relationships with good women. And uh, one of my friends was like, well, Tucker, if you keep going to the same places and doing the same things, how do you expect to meet the type mm-hmm. of women that you want to date? Because like you weren't meeting them before, so you got to change to meet them. And I was like, you're totally right. So I sat down and I thought, okay. Uh, w- what are, what are all the attributes that my, that the woman I want to date will have? And I came up with a list of like eight things, broad things. It really broke down into about three main categories. And then I thought, okay, like, what does, what does she do? What are her activities? And I came up with about 20 or 30 activities. And in, in, uh, of that list of 20 or 30, there were like five or six that, that were things that I really liked, but I didn't do. Like, uh, CrossFit is a good example, or, Uh, improv, whatever, things like that, right. That, uh, that, that are fun and cool that you can do in groups, but I just wasn't doing for whatever reason. And so I went out and started doing those activities and through the process of those activities is exactly how I met my girlfriend. And it wasn't even directly. It was my CrossFit instructor. My coach is a woman who trains with her and that she introduced us. And, uh, and it was like, this girl, she's exactly, she's amazing. She's beautiful. She's really smart. She's really sweet. And she has very much a um, uh, a very self starter view on life, you know. Like she, um, she just she gets shit done in, in her life, and it's so nice to have a partner like that. But I had to, for me, I had to, I had to think up who she was, think up what she does, and then I had to put myself in those positions. And it took about six months, and then I met the exact type of girl I was looking for, and she liked me, and I liked her, and it was uh, now here we are.
2: And I love that. I love that you started off by saying you took inventory because I, I, I think like it, in all of my um, programs that I have, the first thing that I have people do is an exercise that I call it discovering you, but really it's doing the same thing. It's taking inventory of who you are, where you are right now and what you want in your life. Because I I know, and we talk about it all the time on the show, that when you get really specific and you can envision a new lifestyle or envision a person that you're looking for or envision the person that you want to be, and then you actually write out step-by-step Step how to become that person, or how to get that person, or how to achieve that lifestyle, it makes it a lot easier to accomplish because it's tangible and it's real. So, I love that you took the time to do that. And most people don't take the time to do it, they do exactly what you were saying that you were doing before, where you were going to the same places expecting a different result to come out of the same situation. But I want to ask you one thing. So, let's say that you did this, were to do this inventory do you not think that you would find the potential in a woman at the same places that you were going to before? Do you think that you were like looking differently or that you were acting differently in those same places? Okay. So you think you really have to change your entire lifestyle?
3: Uh, Well, it depends who you are and what you do. Okay. So, so I, I don't want to say that my specific example is the rule for everybody. Um, because it's it's not. I mean, there's a million different. I think other examples uh, that that, are, that people could um, could look at, and and, and they, their details will be different. But for me, here's the thing. Um, I guess okay. So you kind of know. Uh, I think a little bit what it's like when you're a dude, and or, I mean, you're not a guy, but you understand like how yes, it's different for guys who are yeah. famous versus not famous. Yeah. And so basically, the big difference is that girls come to us. Uh, even like the fattest, most disgusting, biggest asshole dude in Hollywood who's famous still gets tons and tons of really hot girls because fame changes the whole equation. And even if you're a little bit famous, like I'm not like, you know, that all that famous in the whole scale of fame, but I'm, I'm famous that I don't, right. I don't have enough time to sleep with all the girls that I could have suffered. Right. And so that's, once you get to that point, that's kind of, that's the goal, I guess, really for guys. Um, but, but, uh, So for me, really what it was, was, um, I, I needed to stop dealing with women who came to me because of who I was, because those women were never, ever, ever going to have that emotional stability and the maturity that I wanted in a partner, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing is they tended to be in a certain age range. They tended to be 22 to about 25, 26. And those girls, um... There is just there is an order of magnitude difference between a twenty four year old and twenty eight year old uh, especially with women uh, and 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 I wanted I wanted a fully grown fully um, sort of articulated adult I didn't want a young girl who was learning well, Figuring how to be yourself a person. out
2: yeah. I completely because right. I would say 28, 29, that's when I figure myself out. No, but that, it is. It's like it, that's when I grew into who I was going to be. And I, I met my husband when I was just turning 24. And I, I always talk about it on the show how for a certain period of time, he was waiting for me to grow up. And that's not a nice feeling to be around, having somebody who's older than you waiting for you to become who you're going to be. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. 28, 29 is a time when women do start to know themselves. And 24, you certainly – do not. So that's yeah. wonderful. So you're in a wonderful relationship with a woman who would be proud to hear you talking about her. Because I'm even like a little jealous of how you're talking about her. Um, so I'm very happy for you. <laughs> it is. It's like I was expecting to be on the phone with a jerk for the entire time, and I'm like finding myself liking you. So it frustrates me. <laughs> um, but I we have this uh, segment that's called Overanalyze This, where we answer questions from our readers. And I was hoping that you would stick around to answer a couple of our listeners, our readers, and our readers. My eventually. brain is. Just, I had a baby recently. My brain is just like all over the place. Yes, our listeners. So I was hoping oh, that you would stick around to listen. I oh, oh, baby,
3: bra- baby brain is for real. That's it no is bullshit. for real. I'm yeah, messed up.
1: Uh-huh. Apparently, I, messed I, have, up apparently have, I have eight babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I constantly feel baby brain.
2: <gasps> oh, God. It's crazy. Today is even worse. Um, but are you, are you going to stick around to answer some questions?
3: Sure. Okay, do. cool. Uh,
2: hello, ladies and guests. I have a dilemma. This is from a woman. Uh, I don't know... Sorry. I don't know if it's me or not. I'm not ugly. She showed a picture. She actually is extremely cute. And I'm a guy's type of girl, sports lover, chill personality and super easygoing. And I usually get along with everyone unless the person is just a complete asshole. <laughs> also, I'm the type of girl who lets it be known that I'm into a guy and will just buy a gift for a guy just because. So I was dating a guy and it was great until he moved about an hour away from me. I let it be known that I didn't mind the commute and ask if he wanted to continue seeing me once I moved. And he said, yeah, why wouldn't we? But once, once he moved, I let him get settled. And then I brought up that I missed him and hinted I wanted to see him, but no, I got nothing in return. It went from communicating daily, good morning texts and how, and now I hardly ever hear from him. I got the hint that he obviously, um, was not into me or else he would make plans to see me. We do still keep in contact here and there. And we made a bet on a football game, winter treats to lunch, and I won that bet. I joked about where I wanted to go, but never pushed it, never pushed the subject, but I just don't get it. It felt like he was so into me before he moved, but after the move, he just got over it. Can I get a little insight? Hopefully a guy is in the studio. Well, on the phone and half of one is in the studio with us because I just don't get it. Uh, and then she sent, she had a picture of her and obviously Tucker can't see her, but she is she's super cute. So what, what's going on for this girl? What would you say to this girl?
3: You know, there's a reason that that book that Greg Barrett wrote sold 5 million copies because he's just not that into you is yeah. the answer to like 80% of girls' advice questions.
2: Right. Yes. So he's just not that into her. I think I she's mean, looking, like, but girls always want a why. Yes. They want like, what did I do wrong? What is it that I can change going forward? Well, that's and the, the next biggest time- thing. Sometimes it's not about what you did wrong. It happens to do with the lifestyle that he now has now that he's moved away and he realizes that, okay, yeah, maybe that wasn't, was that such a big deal with this girl yeah. or that he's getting distracted with other things. And again, at the end of the day, he's exactly, he's just not that into you. If he's not still putting, um, attention onto you, he's focusing on his lifestyle right now. And there's nothing you can do or,
3: about or, it. Or he's, or to be even like more frank, he's sleeping with other girls.
2: Yeah, most likely, he, find, he has a new lifestyle find,
3: now. Exactly. It, it, look, it, it doesn't. It, I, the example I always give is this: um, it's perfectly okay to like pizza, and it's perfectly okay to like hamburgers, and it's perfectly okay to like um, you know steak is your favorite food. And you would never ask someone why, they, like, how could you like steak instead of pizza? I need a reason. No, right. like sometimes people just like certain things, right? Well, sometimes uh, there, might, right, there might be a reason or there might not be that much of a reason. Maybe he just wants to go sleep with a bunch of different girls for the next five years, whatever. The point is, the reason doesn't matter. And, and women need to stop. Most women should stop taking um, these sorts of things personally unless there's a reason to take it personally. You
2: know, yeah. Like, no, I agree it, with you. But the thing is, is, that that's where our brain goes to first. And I will say, I've you know I've worked with hundreds of thousands of men over the past decade, and men take it just as personally. Where they're like, why, 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 why did this happen? Why did she flake on I me? Mean, why did she stop calling? We had a great time on our first and second date, and then suddenly she tapers off. I, I get that all of us want these answers as to why somebody lost interest. But as you're saying, and I completely agree with you, sometimes there just is no answer that they like something else better, or that they didn't like you as much as they like something else, or there's there's no reason at all. There is no rhyme or reason to why they aren't giving you as much attention as they were before. Or,
3: or even more precisely, the reason is something far beyond your control. Exactly. Like I, I can tell you there's probably legitimately hundreds of girls who asked that exact question about me, and, and, and there wasn't a reason. I had to go through a phase where I was going to sleep with a bunch of women and I was going to do all this sort of stuff. And I know for a fact there were at least, there were dozens of women who were amazing, who uh, I should have dated. And I didn't because I wasn't at that point in my life where I could, I, I, I had the emotional maturity or ability to have a functional relationship. And a lot of times when a guy is in that situation, he doesn't know what to do. And he can't handle it like an adult because he's still a boy and so he has to check out. That's all he can do. I know I did that a lot. And it's not, it's not the right thing to do, but in a guy, especially a younger guy's mind, that feels like the path, not just of least resistance, but of least pain. Like, like, he might, it's the most say, he comfortable
2: thinks, thing to do. It's the most comfortable for you at right. that point in time. It's easier than saying to somebody's face, yeah, I'm not that into you. I don't want to have a serious relationship. Avoiding them is sometimes easier. It's not the right thing to do, but it's the easier thing for you.
3: Right. If he's not – he might just say, listen, uh, on on an attraction scale, I want to date girls and I, I feel like they're a 9 or – I'm attracted to it at a 9 or 10 level and I'm only attracted to you at a 6 level. Like that conversation, he doesn't want to have that conversation, right? No, he doesn't want to hear one- that
2: conversation either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and
3: so it's like, like, all right, then he moves on. He doesn't know what to do. If she thinks if she legitimately is looking for a reason, if, if there's a pattern in her life and she wants to know why she should do one of two things, either um, really examine for sort of the type of person she is. Is she attracting a certain type of guy that has a certain behavior pattern? And if so, why? Mm-hmm. Or she should find someone in her life that is really honest and really objective and has no agenda. To look at her and give her sort of like a rundown and be like, all right, mm-hmm. look, yeah, there's there's a lot of great things about you, but there are these two things that you do or you are or you, the way you dress, whatever, that's just really weird or off-putting like that, your that breath, no one else your, will tell her. Yeah,
2: your breath smells. Or stop buying Guy's gifts so early. Maybe that's her res- the response yeah. for her. Okay, that is all we have time for for Overanalyze This. Tucker, thank you so much for coming on to our show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. Tell people how they can get in touch with you or what they should know about you and go uh, learn about you.
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, you, so you've got podcast listeners. The best way to sort of interact with my stuff is, didn't you guys have Jeffrey Miller on as a guest or you're about to or something? No, Dr. we Jeffrey didn't.
2: We had, we had James Altucher.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, had Altucher. That's right. Yeah. So, Dr. Jeffrey Miller and I actually have our own sort of uh, podcast, and we have a book coming out that's sex and dating advice for young guys.
2: Oh,
1: awesome! Um,
3: and right, it's it's sort of similar to you guys, except we're dudes, so we have a whole separate sort of uh, perspective um, or angle on things. Yeah, and, uh, like the, it's called it's called the Mating Grounds Podcast. Uh, it's it's if you, if you, if you if someone who likes your stuff would probably like our stuff too. Okay, um, and you can find it on iTunes anywhere; it's it's all there.
2: So, what was it called again? Mating.
3: The Mating Ground. The Mating podcast. Ground. Yeah. Okay,
2: guys. So, people, right. go listen to The Mating Ground.
3: And, and,
2: that- and where else? Anything else you want to plug? I feel like you would have a list of things to do. But yes, go listen to The Mating Grounds because it sounds like an amazing show. And obviously, cool. you, you can hear that Tucker has some really solid advice for you.
3: Yeah, those are the things that – that's the thing I have to plug that your listeners would care about.
2: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on our show. And everybody who's listening, thank you for listening, not reading, our show. And if you want to ask questions, write into Ask at Ask Women Podcast. We have new episodes that come out every Thursday. And we are really happy to announce once again that we have our first live show at the Hollywood Improv on October 19th at 7 p.m. And if you want to get tickets to that show, go to – winggirlmethod.com slash live show and if you want to be a part of the show write into ask at ask podcast with the subject line I want to struggle with you <laughs> and we will make sure to read those emails and possibly have you be a part of the first ever live show October 19th at the Hollywood Improv winggirlmethod.com slash live show and we'll see you guys next week